Welcome to the October 20th edition of the PFF Forecast. This is the Wednesday evening edition. We are going to go through the slate, talk about the um, games that we like the most, the bets that we like the most. We're going to pick a lock of the week. Uh, we're going to comment on Eric's athleisure wear. It's going to be a beautiful podcast. Let's rock. Usually it's me that shows up with a uh, a nice like terry cloth. I don't know I was what feeling that burden is. today, George. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I gotta say one of the funniest commercials that I've seen recently, and I forget which brand this is, um, was uh, marketing a hoodieless hoodie, and that was when I had to throw in the towel. There's a lot of like bullshit out there. The hoodieless hoodie was incredible. Um, by the way, before we get started, I we're we're, in, we're gonna show hoodieless hoodies. Yeah. Here. I'm not I'm not going to sell you a hoodieless hoodie. What I am going to sell you is an opportunity to get involved in a competition. We are in the midst of a heated battle. Yep. Okay? There are a lot of podcasts at PFF. We know that we're the best. We understand that. And that's because of no, right here. It's because of the fans. Okay? Mm -hmm. Promo code is forecast. F O R E C A S T. You probably already have a PFF subscription because you guys rock. Share it with your friends. Give it to them like you're giving them a gift to a new club that they get to be a part of. We're right there. We can we can beat the NFL podcast. You get 25% off any PFF subscription. And here's what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm gonna do? Well, like I feel like if someone shares this with a bunch of people and they use it and they get a subscription, that, that person deserves a, mm -hmm. some sort of prize. Like I'm willing like the person that shares this the most and gets the most people to sign up with it, like I'll have them on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Something just like falling. Yeah, don't worry. You won't. You like won't a, die. It was like a couple gongs. Um, and if you need selling points for why you should get a PFF subscription, um, in addition to twenty five percent off, all of the great locked article content from everything from fantasy to betting to just great NFL insight with free agency and the draft and all that stuff, all of PFF's great tools that include zero to one hundred grades for every single player, the betting dashboards, the player props dashboards, uh, the futures dashboards, the NFL power rankings tool that gives you strength of schedule to date strength of schedule remaining, chances to make the playoffs, all this great stuff, plus the DFS optimizer. It's all there for you, and you can get it for 25% off with promo code FORECAST, F-O-R-C-A-S-T. Share it. Come hang out with us on the podcast. Okay. Now now we'll we'll get back to football. Does that sound right? I love it. We'll love stick it. to football. I think, I think you're, you're going to love it. All right. Week seven. Um, one of my favorite things on social media has been people complaining about the bye weeks, and I've got to say I'm kind of right there with them. This is this is this is atrocious. But there are some really good games and some intriguing matchups. Obviously, starting tomorrow with which with what is not as intriguing a matchup, but is now a revenge game, the Case Keenum revenge game, starting for the Browns at home against the Broncos on Thursday night. This was three. The Browns um, were the favorite. It is now down, I think, two, uh, one and a half in some places with Case Keenum. Now that's a significant move. It moves it off three, but I do think it says a lot about what the market feels about Baker Mayfield and a lot about how they feel about Stefanski and potentially Keenum. Is that a big enough move? Uh, you know, so when, when I was putting in, I was looking at our, our backup quarterback spreads, 
I, what did I make Keenum? I made Keenum about one and a half points. You can look at this at pff.com backslash betting backslash NFL power rankings. I made Keenum 1.5 points better than replacements. At this point, um, the Mayfield was like three and a half. So you're talking about two points, um, which somebody will say, oh, why don't you move that from three to one? Here's the mm -hmm. thing. Coming off of three, three is worth about eight, nine percent. Especially in a game like this, the total um, was 42 and a half. Now it's 41 and a half. Um, that sort of makes sense as far as the spread's concerned. But like, if you're coming off of three, that's worth more than one point. Mm -hmm. So I mm -hmm. do think that, you know, sort of this move makes sense in magnitude as well as direction. Um, I'll say this, like, I mean, if Keenum's healthy and the Browns are as smart as we think and Denver is not. Oh, are I, you saying what I think you're I like saying? Cleveland. I mean, okay. look, this is the what could have been in Minnesota Bowl. You have Teddy Bridgewater, you have Case Keenum. You have, you know, the two, like, the yeah. it's not only a revenge game, but it's also, like, the, the tale of two quarterbacks who I think are very similar. Can I actually make a interesting case, pun intended? Sorry, I'm really sorry. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is bad, bad. You're, you're in a good mood. Which usually like. you're the one that does this. No, I, but I'm actually funny most of the time with those. God damn it. <laughs> um, I'd like red roses in my funeral, please. Okay. <laughs> Baker, in a normal situation, definitely the better quarterback. But here's something interesting. The Cleveland Browns are banged up. And that means that James Hudson is playing at one tackle and a thing called Blake Hance is playing on the other side. That's rude. Blake Hance is an awesome guy. Not particularly great at playing tackle. Von Miller has had a, he's come back to life. He's ranked 10th mm -hmm. in PFF grade. The guy's an animal. Baker gives me, with a torn labrum especially, gives me more pause at having a average game under pressure than someone like Case Keenum. Mm -hmm. So I actually think you could make the case that while that matchup is really scary, like I actually don't feel too bad about Keenum being in there given this matchup and you're getting a home team with a much, not much better, but a better coach. Much better, I think, don't I, you? Well, I like Fangio a lot, but I'd agree with you in the sense that like from an offensive perspective, certainly. Um, and then you flip to the other side of things. And I think this is also interesting. You look at Miles Garrett and the opportunity for him moving around the offensive line potentially, or even against Garrett Bowles, who, yes, has played well, okay, has a 75.2 pass block rate. But Miles Garrett is going to beat anyone that he's facing, okay? Mm -hmm. Anyone that is not super elite, he's going to beat like a ragdoll. Mm -hmm. And I like that against Teddy Bridgewater yeah. on the road. Yeah, I, you know, I in was the wind. messaging with one of my friends today who's, you know, kind of like been monitoring the Carolina situation. She's like, it's like Bridgewater's kind of better than Darnold, isn't he? What were the Panthers thinking? You know, like, I mean, they're not that dissimilar. And I think like the issue is for me, it's like Bridgewater's never horrible, but he's never great. And I think like this is the kind of game that Denver signed Bridgewater for, yeah. which was this game where the, the other team's really weak against you. And so then the question becomes, can he get on the green in this game? I think the problem is, is this is the exact game that the Browns signed Case Keenum for. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, like you the, think that's about, the point. Like you think about Case Keenum, do you know who was the coordinator, who was the quarterbacks coach in 2017 when Case Keenum took the Minnesota Vikings to the NFC Championship game? Is it game? No, it's, it was, 
it was Stefanski. Oh, like they have this. Yes, they have this like. That's actually a really good point. They have. I'm so sold on the Browns is what I'm trying to say. But here's the last thing that you need: the weather in uh, Cleveland will be 58, 20 mile per hour winds, light rain. Sign me the up. So so whoever's playing Teddy Bridgewater against Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, and the, yeah, exactly. And I think that the the one issue is you do have a lot of injuries for Cleveland. You have yep. Jeremiah Usakomora. You have mm-hmm. both tackles. You have both running backs. You have Jarvis Landry. I think is still out. Yep. But like the non-trivial thing about this could be what happened in Minnesota when Keenum was the quarterback. Who who blew up? Uh, Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. The that Mayfield has not been able to unlock Odell Beckham yeah, Jr. in I Cleveland. Agree. I think this is another good point. It is remarkable. And I don't think it's necessarily like, as somebody who played receiver and tight end mm. in, in the league. We've reached the, league. the part of the podcast in where the, athleisure wearing Eric is deciding to talk about his playing career. But like, there were good. always quarterbacks that I struggled catching the ball from. And mm. I just didn't have like, mm-hmm. and, and I also thought about this. Like, What kind were, were those? Like bad ones, ones that played Division One. Or... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's that. Um, the I, I've seen this before, where there are just some players who play better with certain quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and like maybe it's just that they those two have terrible chemistry. I know Bruce was talking about this on a podcast yesterday, where it's like sometimes guys are just different at the top of routes, and it screws up some quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And again, like I'm, I, well, all I'm saying in this, all I'm saying is the familiarity with Keenum. And and uh, Stefanski is real. Mm-hmm. The the chemistry between Baker between Odell and the Browns quarterback can't get any worse. Mm-hmm. If you unlock those a little bit, there could be a case to be made here mm. um, for the Browns. I'm I like, not. I, don't I, like think I'm, I think I've already bet the Browns. I like maybe that I'm we used down bad. But I like, like that we use the same uh, the same pun. Okay. Um, I I think I'm in lockstep there. Uh, by the way, player props. Check out the player props stream that we do right before Thursday night on PFF's Twitter and uh, YouTube. Our okay, own, uh, our own Ben Brown and ben Kendall, Brown Valenzuela. And Kendall Valenzuela. Okay, where do you want to go next? Um, I well, I'm gonna wait on this game because it's your game. Um, oh, because I love that's actually my favorite bet of the week. Um, but I'm gonna go with the New York Jets getting seven against New England. I wasn't in a good mood. You were in a good mood. Or are you texting your your rocket no, mortgage broker? Actually, I'm looking at what I've actually bet, and yeah. I'm and looking at how big and how down bad I am for laying three and a half with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, how about how ba- down bad you are for just suggesting? We just tried to sell our listeners on using a, <laughs> a promo code to our website, and now you want to try and sell them on the Jets. Ninety. So so. Ninety. By the way, I think this is what you're going to mention. 93% of the cash is on New England minus seven at home. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'll say. Okay. I can't wait for this. Uh, Jets coming off a bye. Jets coming off a bye. <laughs> I want to believe that Robert Salah is good. I want to. And if I... if I Is that not victory enough? Can I just not <laughs> revel? If he manages to keep this game close, I'll be happy enough knowing that my brother, Robert yeah, Salah... Yeah. I got it done. Yeah. I, I don't need to put money on it to feel good about it is my point. But, like, the Jets have not ha- earned a first quarter passing yard this year. Wait, really? Yeah. They have zero first quarter passing yards. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. 
it's it's horrendous and I like but again if we're so bad if you're not gonna bet the Jets in this spot you have to be out on them for the rest of the year because this is the only this is if you have any is that true yes they're going against Belichick who just made Zach Wilson look like complete and utter garbage the last time are, by the way, are people going to apologize to me for having Belichick sixth in my head coaching rankings since he's done nothing really this year of any... Like, he let Davis Mills cover the spread on him. He is terrible on fourth downs. Um, it's not a good look. But I will say this. Mac Jones, by far the highest grade rookie quarterback, ranks 14th uh, in the NFL in PFF uh, passing grade. Mm -hmm. Looked really good against Dallas, whose defense, you know, is a defense. Um, like, I would expect... Ah, man, I, I don't, I just, the Jets offense needs more than a week vacation to figure itself out. It's disgusting. I mean, if the, if the Patriots score 21 points in this game, they're covering. Yeah, the, I agree with you. I agree with you then that the bar is so low for New England, but I will give you a couple things. Okay. They were a very popular pick last week by Sharps and by the public to cover against Dallas. Mm -hmm. They played a very game effort that is what was in many ways aided. So I'm gonna we're gonna talk about Tennessee in a little bit. They they should have covered that spread, mm -hmm. but in many ways aided by some mistakes that Dallas made. Right, mm -hmm. the the Dak Prescott third down sneak that didn't go in, and then the fourth down fumble into the end zone. You had the Kendrick Bourne catch when, you know, the Dallas secondary ran into each other and it was a touchdown. Mm -hmm. You had a lot of noisy things that made that performance by New England look a lot better than it was. And then still you had this, you're going to have this letdown from that, right? You're up for that game. You gave it your all. You played five quarters. And the Jets are coming off a of bye. Familiarity is a thing, right? We know that in the mm -hmm. betting markets, division teams, you have to shave a little bit off the spread. Home field advantage is basically nothing this year. In fact, Michael Lopez, director of data for football, showed that you know road teams are winning a, a majority of games this year. Mm -hmm. And again, at my priors have moved significantly on the Jets. But if they had any salt, had they had any worth to begin with, this has to be the spot because so Ugh. far, Michael Fleur has one of the most, the least unique schemes in football. Michael Fleur. Mm -hmm. uh, a very stark contrast to his brother. Zach Wilson's been one of the worst quarterbacks in football. Although, if you look at the grades, he has the second highest PFF grade of any rookie quarterback. And a lot of reason for that is because he has good positive grades. Mm -hmm. he, mm -hmm. he throws good positive balls. He just throws a lot of sh crap sometimes. And they're going to have the health uh, of a bye week. So, I I think seven's too many here. I'll just say that. Thank you for that. I'm glad that we spent five minutes on that. That was really great. I didn't convince you at all. No, you did not. I would like to move on to another game. Um, I would like to sell you a little revenge game disaster in Los Angeles. Ooh. I know that we've talked about the Jared Goff, Matt Stafford trade a bunch. I don't think that Jared Goff is going to react positively to Dan Campbell, who actually, I want to say something about Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell has impressed me as a head coach. The I thought that the way that he talked... So if you watch that press conference, he, he challenged Jared Goff. 
He was very thoughtful about it. He, yeah, he, paused. he wasn't a dick about it. He paused before he said what he was going to say. He knew. He, he is not. He gets it. Like, I think he understands how the world works, which is actually a bar to, to hurdle for NFL coaches. He thought about what he was going to say, and I thought what he said was great if your quarterback wasn't Jared Goff. I unfortunately think that Jared Goff is going to melt in Los Angeles. The Jared Goff is the only person on the Lions' side that this is a revenge game for. The entire Rams organization has a revenge game. Matt Stafford against Detroit, and every human in the Los Angeles Rams camp, including Sean McVay, wants to win this game by 1,000. So they are a 15.5-point favorite. That is a lot of points. But you're talking to the person that loves nothing more than identifying a massive favorite <laughs> that will actually cover the spread. The lock of the week when we had uh, Patriots minus 17 against yes. the Dolphins. You're welcome. From the person that brought you, Tom Brady covering 17.5, I bring you Matt Stafford covering against Jared Goff. I hate, I hate that I'm recommending this except for this fact because I think the Lions are a great backdoor cover team. But the Rams will do everything in their power to play all 60 minutes and shut the Lions down. If you, if you, yes. The only way that I think they cover this is if Nick Tim Boyle plays or whomever the backup is. I don't even know who the backup is anymore. That might, that might be. And I like Jared Goff, but this is going to be rough. I, see, my thing with Goff, Goff is like, and then I'm a, this will show my degeneracy. Goff is like when the UConn quarterback doesn't fumble the first five snaps of a game. And you're just like, oh, God, I got UConn plus 35 and a half. Let's get it out to the 40. Let's punt. Like, it was like Ooh. Kentucky the other day against Georgia. Although Kentucky came back and covered. It's like, God, just give me the 40 and punt this thing. Right. The spreads aren't big enough in the NFL for that to be worthwhile, right? And so God, the fact that Goff isn't tripping over himself, he's not breaking both ankles like Carson Wentz, he's not doing – like, it's – pleasant on the eyes but i think you're going to look up here and be like holy shit the rams are up 45 3 we're trying not to swear eric my bad fuck God damn it <laughs> <laughs> but like that i like this one i've already bet it i was when i was logging onto my phone i was looking at my sports account the lions are 0 5 3 and 3 against the spread i actually think that dan campbell should be in the coach of the year consideration so the, the and I think and this I'm will not, be I'm actually not really joking. Look at what the the Jaguars have one win. Their coach has disintegrated. Like literally at the, the seams has completely come apart. Dan Campbell is legitimately creating positivity despite the fact that his team is a disaster. Yeah. I feel bad for saying that Dan Campbell was a bad hire. He's not a bad hire, but like I'll say this, there's some symmetry to this game. Goff was 0-7 in his first seven starts before McVay became his head coach. With a loss on Sunday, he will be 0-7 in his next seven starts with McVay, not his head coach. I, I like this this is gonna be I'll leave it. I, I do think that this is a candidate. As much as I've as much as I've not liked the Rams um and, and some of their decision making, yeah, I will Rams. I will say this. The Rams are plus one fifty to win the a NFC West on uh DraftKings. And while I don't necessarily think I don't I, I I'm a big fan of what Arizona is doing. The Rams in the next two weeks have Detroit and Houston. It'll it the price will get will will not get any better than yeah. It the is. Cardinals play Houston. Um, Cardinals play Houston and a half point favorite. Yeah, but the Cardinals the Cardinals you know have a better chance of losing one of the next two games than than the Rams do, right? Mm -hmm. 
Um, okay. So, so we so like that, that one. I like that one. Hit me. Wow. Okay. So you gave that one out. Jeez. Um, all right. So. I mean, I, I had to follow up the Jets disaster with something. The Jets are beautiful. Okay. Um, let me go with Philadelphia at Las Vegas over 49. I mean, who says no? <laughs> not me. I'm actually su- I'm surprised this is this is um, not over 50. And indoors, right? Raiders, I think, have, like more play action last week. Yep. Which is what we talked about. Yes, we did like the Raiders last week. That was one that we enjoyed. Um, but I want to I want to actually look a little bit at uh, because defense doesn't matter that much. But but. What you do on defense as a scheme matters mm-hmm. because the players, you know, are interchangeable. Philadelphia runs four percent of their of their coverages are man, meaning mm-hmm. they don't have the horses to yep. to play. Um, they have the third lowest blitz rate in the NFL. They have the second lowest rate of stunts in the NFL. Um, Philadelphia is middle of the pack in how often they play the same coverage as they show. They do nothing to help themselves mm-hmm. above and beyond their talent level. Yeah. And I think that's the exact kind of defense that a transitional offense like Las Vegas will have their way with. I think that's that's fair. There's some obvious weaknesses on the offensive line for Las Vegas that you might say, oh, the Eagles can take advantage of. They have a really strong offensive line. I want to say they're they're certainly top ten in um, our opponent Justin rankings across the defensive line. Javon Hargrave's been fantastic. Obviously, Fletcher Cox is great. Yep, uh, Josh uh, Sweat has been um, really strong, uh, especially in uh, pass rush. But the the Raiders, their offense is good, and they have players that can go down the football field. I don't think there's anyone that's going to be able to actually cover Darren Waller in this game. Mm-hmm. He was a, he was a sleep, he's a sleeping giant right now. And the Eagles are a team that I like to be able to put up points in situations where they're down. Right, that's like the perfect situation for um, for uh, Jalen Hurts. I can't believe I'm blanking on guys' names here. But here's the other thing: I'm waiting for the Devonte Smith breakout game. Mm-hmm. And he's shown um, he's shown flashes of that. He's been really good, but he's being outshined by Jamar Chase right now. Um, Zach Ertz not being there anymore will help uh, because they don't have to throw the ball to a guy that can't break a tackle. So there's that as well. Um, I think over 49 is a nice bet. I, I am glad you rebounded with that after yeah, after that's a part of the journey after the Jets. Okay, before we get back to the games here, um, if you bet on teams other than the Jets, meaning that you give yourself a chance to win some money. I recommend that you go um, that you go bet it at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Why? Because when you do win the money for not betting on the Jets, they will actually pay you the money back. Um, they offer a ton of great opportunities, especially for new users. The one that we have for you here is this. Use promo code PFF when you sign up. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you will get $200 in free bets. Then you can place them all on... Beautiful things like player props, all the bets we talked about, except the Jets. Um, and that'll be a lot of fun for you. Or you can be like Eric, and you can use your DraftKings Sportsbook app to bet on the Jets. And then 
come into the office, sweat your brains out, and ultimately lose your money on the Jets. But the other thing that DraftKings Sportsbook has in some states, some states, including Indiana, college player props. This Tonight, is, Sean Declares versus the App. Give one out. Sean Declares versus App State. Um, give me Grayson McCall over rushing yards. Go to DraftKings, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code PFF when you sign up and bet on Grace McCall over passing yards. You must be 20 or over. Older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers are the ones that are eligible. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, when you take that money and you win, you want to do something with it to help it grow. And that's where our friends... 1-800-9 with it? Yes. Okay. That's where our friends at Western and Southern can help you out. Um they provide a lot of financial uh, stability and planning for people kind of regardless of what you're looking to do you're looking to make your money grow plan for retirement whatever it is and they're partnering with our good friend and boss chris collinsworth to share those insights with you so if you want to hear about chris and you probably don't want the i mean look i would take financial advice from chris but you'd maybe prefer to hear about chris on football and then hear about um, financial uh, advice from our good friends at Western and Southern, and you can do that. So check out the Chris Collinsworth podcast and Western and Southern's Instagram, where you will get answers each week from Chris. You can submit questions at westernsouthern.com slash askchris. That's westernsouthern.com slash askchris, and then go watch, see if you get your question answered. All right. Where to next? Let's see here. I want to discuss. Is this your game? This is it's my turn. Um, I would like to discuss a teaser. Ooh. All right. This Sunday, the Heat, not the Miami Heat, but the Heat of Miami, will be experienced by the Atlanta Falcons, or Atlanta Falcons. The Miami Dolphins are a two-and-a-half-point dog at home. Mm-hmm. Total on the game, 47-and-a-half. Teasable total. A teasable total. Okay. Tua looked halfway decent against Jacksonville. Wasn't complete disaster. The Atlanta Falcons are also still figuring some things out. Let's be, let's be really honest here. And uh, with that low total, I think there's some opportunity. Now, let me also point out that last week, the Miami Dolphins were without Xavier Howard and Byron Jones, who we hope to have both of those back this week. That will make a huge difference, especially against a team in the Falcons that have some really good players like Kyle Pitts and Calvin Ridley. I feel pretty good that the Atlanta Falcons are not going to beat the Miami Dolphins by nine points or more. I would like to par pair that with a, a bet that I just know you're going to like, okay? Because you hate the Washington football team. Green Bay Packers are eight and a half point favorites against the Washington football team. Let me tell you what Taylor Heineke... They have not teaser protected this line? What the... Let me tell you what Taylor Heineke will not do. He will not go into Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers' house, and put on a show. It ain't happening. By the way, the value of this tool here... Green line liked Washington at plus 10, 9.5. It's now 8.5. Bet the other side of that bet and take oh. the teaser minus 2.5. Oh, hello. Here's what I like also about this Atlanta thing. I am, I wouldn't say balls deep, but I'm like ankle deep in some, in some uh, Falcons over season win totals. Jesus. So Pray for me. Plus 8.5 is a nice little middle here if you believe in the Packers against football team. That is a really nice that is a really nice middle. It's very tasty. Um, Everybody likes a tasty middle. I mean, but that, tell me you don't love that teaser. I mean, that teaser I is, like it. I like it. I think 
I think people are... I mean, last week's teaser was also pretty sexual and violent. This mm -hmm. one, even more undercover. Might be even more... Sexual, yeah. Yeah. Roman. Do we... How is Roman not a... Uh... Ah, come get us, Roman. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> like, the marketing... I... Me tweeting at sponsors. I tweeted at Homefield, and I was like, why don't you have Chanticleer's gear? I don't know what that is. Um, the, 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 the other podcast, the, um, the college one, uh, the oh, one that yeah, you yeah. shouldn't actually use the promo code for, yes. um, don't use home, that promo code. uh, the, the uh, tailgate pod, they have, they have a sponsor who, who like has like college shirts and I like went and bought a couple for our interns and stuff. How dare you? And, and I didn't have one. They didn't have a Chanticleers one. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Roman, you can, you can stay then. Roman the did a really nice job of identifying that. There are a lot of dudes out there that need to use ED medication and they want to feel cool for using it. And that's what Roman has tried to figure out. It's incredible. Their marketing is amazing. Okay. Uh, where would you like to go next? I'm going to go with your game. I'm going to go with Indianapolis plus four okay. at I knew this your was coming. San Francisco 49ers. Carson Wentz. From whence he came. From whence he came has one turnover worthy play all year. The Colts, when throwing the football, are averaging 0.09 expected points per play. Mm. T.Y. Hilton is going to return from a quadriceps injury. Or, or maybe he did last week. I did not watch that atrocity that was Houston versus Indy. Um, I like this. I know the Niners coming off a bye. I know we have some uncertainty at quarterback. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're still very banged up on defense. They're not the kind of defense that I look at. I'm like, this, this defense is going to have their way with Wentz. So I, I like this number. and you've And I think four is about as good as you're going to get right now. I'm surprised this is still four, and I wonder... It was three and a half for a second. I do think you've seen some buyback on it, the Niners. It honestly, it surprised me, because Carson Wentz is playing really well. I mean, he has an 80.6 PFF grade, 116 pass rating when clean. I also, it looks like Jimmy G's going to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not a good thing. For I am a... I kind of like <laughs> fading Jimmy G without George Kittle coming off of an injury against a team that is playing better than I think people realize. Um, and Carson Wentz, I think he has one turnover worthy play. Um, the total on this game also is 44. I, you know, yeah, I think it's going to be a field goal game, right? Like I would grab the four or probably honestly, even the three and a half, get it over three and, and and uh, run with it. And I, I actually want to give out um, a, a. I gave out you know the Rams uh, future to win the NFC the NFC West. And we're we're having some issues connecting here. But I do think uh, a bet that that folks should be willing to make after Monday Night Football, a game where the Tennessee Titans, in my opinion, did not play. Like uh, the Tennessee Titans were impressive in winning um, that uh, that that Bills game. game. Yeah. Yeah. But they, it wasn't like they were like the most impressive team to to ever like you know uh, show up on a football field. They got lucky because the Bills settled for field goals. The Bills threw an interception to Kevin Byard. Mm -hmm. uh, Josh Allen fell down on a quarterback sneak. Yep. Like, there was a number of reasons. Like Tannehill didn't look good in that game. He didn't look great. Second half he looked better. The division. So the, to make the playoffs for the Colts is plus two twenty. I think that that's worthy of a bet, um, especially as somebody who has been critical of the Colts, who has a, a few like negative futures on them. I have them under ten. Um, I have them not to make the playoffs at you know basically a little bit better than even money. 
I think this is a good hedge off because Colts have one of the easier schedules in the NFL coming up. Mm -hmm. They are playing well. They're well coached. And, um, you know, they've already played three teams in their division, but like their off division games are not that hard. So that's one I like. Okay. I, I think, I think the Colts are a good bet moving forward. Yeah. I was actually looking at who they're playing. Um, the following week, the following week, they have the Titans. They are a two and a half point um, home underdog, right? No, two and a half point favorite. Home apparently. favorite. Yeah. Tease the Titans to that game. Like, get get ahead of that shit, right? Yeah. Um, it's interesting, though. If you like the Colts, then getting them less than three, you know, as less than three point favorite against Tennessee is interesting because Tennessee is at the top of their market right now, certainly. Yeah. I'm um, more looking at the playoff race in. The AFC, where you can look at. Yeah. Okay, By the so, way, that, I just recommended a little, little uh, Paul Carey teaser. Yeah. The look ahead with the, the look current. ahead. Because right now, what you have is you have um, six teams in the AFC, all that we give 58% to or better to mm -hmm. make the playoffs Buffalo, Baltimore, Tennessee, LA Chargers, Las Vegas Raiders, Kansas City Chiefs. After that, the teams that are competing for the last spot are Cincinnati, Cleveland, Indianapolis, Denver, Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Like I think Indy's the Indian and Indian Cleveland are the two best teams of those teams. Cleveland still has to play Baltimore twice, still has to play Pittsburgh twice, still has to play Cincinnati once. Cleveland has the 14th hardest schedule in the NFL. Indy mm -hmm. has the 26th hardest schedule. They also have an out in that they can win that division, whereas I don't think Cleveland's going to catch Baltimore. Although Baltimore has the eighth hardest schedule in the NFL, that's a, a significant thing to think about. But that that would be where I would look. Okay. Um, I, I think all of those are sound points. Okay. Um, next one I would like to go to um, is I'd like to go to Monday Night Football. Oof. So Monday Night Football on Sunday night, we told you to take the Saints. I believe it was three. It's mm -hmm. not five. You're welcome. Um, the total on this game is 43. And that's disrespectful. That's that's disrespectful to Geno Smith. Geno Smith is not that bad. Jeans? Yeah. Jeans got, got us through the back door against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Back, kind of figured it out there at the end of the game. Um, and back at home, where he looked actually decent, uh, I think he'll continue to play decent football, um, has a 14.6 pass rating under pressure. That's that's not going to be that terrible. Um, and James Winston and the Saints are coming off a bye, facing a Seattle Seahawks defense that is just atrocious. I mean, Jamal Adams, what is going on, buddy? That is a disaster there. Jamal so, Adams is... He's simultaneously the second best player on that defense and also just garbage right now. Like I just Yeah, well it. the first best player on that defense is actually a legitimately good player in Bobby Wagner. Um total on this game is forty three. You have a Saints team coming off of a bye as a road favorite. The the Seahawks are going to try and put up a little bit of a fight. Um I don't know, forty three is too low. Okay. Um I don't know that I feel this is my strongest one. But I think it's worth mentioning because there are some overs that are out there and 43 is low. Also, you have the potential for James Winston throwing as many touchdowns to the Seahawks as Geno Smith. Which which of these quarterbacks has bigger turnover potential? Jeans or Jameis? I hate to say it, but Jameis. <laughs> yeah. Jeans or Jameis. <laughs> Calling him Jeans is pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're obviously like... You look at this this matchup here, and certain I mean, Marshawn Lattimore has played really, really, really well. Like that is a fact. But 
the, you know, the, the, I'm not particularly worried that he is just going to lock down um, DK Metcalf in this one. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, both good players. I think there is going to be opportunity for, for Metcalf. I think Lockett's supposed to be back. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, give me your next one. Uh, Do you have any more? I don't have any more. Okay, that so we got to decide. Liked. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say, as long as you don't say it's the Jets, I'll probably like where you're heading. I'll take the teaser. I'll take the Miami plus eight and a half, tease with Green Bay minus two and a half. I do like that one a lot. I do like that one a lot. And I feel bad putting Jared Goff in the lock of the week. I would feel kind of bad. I would feel worse if I was betting on him for lock of the week, but yeah. All right, there it is. The lock of the week is the Miami Dolphins tease to plus eight and a half at home against, uh, sorry, with the Green Bay Packers tease down to minus two and a half against the Washington football team at home. That is the lock of the week. Let's keep it rolling with the teasers. That is our podcast. We'll be back with you Sunday night after Colts Niners live. We'll guess the lines. We'll talk about what happened in week seven. Remember, promo code forecast. We love you. Peace.